did we post anything on the Windy City Wingers Instagram about no episode last week? I do not think we were good about it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Windy City Wingers podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Red Stars, Chicago Fire, and a quick trip around the globe for a soccer update from all over the world. My name is Alex Herman, and I'm joined, as always, by Brady Olson and Dave Kolichkowski. Boys, we are back after a week off. How you doing? Much better than last week. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was definitely part of why we did not have an episode last week. I was very sick. I was ooze on, on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Glad that you are back and at it. And Dave, how are we doing? Well, you know, I'm angry for different reasons. I'm in good health, but you know, my team <laughs> is uh, testing my patience as usual. Mentally. So, Mentally, yeah. we're not in a good spot. Okay, no, good. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have not turned on the Bears game on purpose. Uh, I will yes. watch it later. Oh, I'm I forgot that they were playing too. tonight. Yeah. Before we dive in, lose. quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they definitely will do that. Before <laughs> we dive in, quick shout out to Ian Scarlato, running things behind the glass, hitting those knobs, twisting those dials. I think you could twist knobs and dials. I don't think you hit dials. It doesn't do much. Anyway. Thank you for helping us turn our podcast and the fine audio product that it is. And thank you to Jen Bennett as well for helping us run our social media accounts. So yes, tonight, which is November 8th, we have the Bears playing. Who are they playing tonight? Steel City. Steelers. Steelers. They're a little weird this year. They kind of might be a fake team, but I don't. weird (laughs) for the past few years. Yeah, I don't think the Bears have enough, though. I think they are going to lose that one. This is one of those games where neither team really wants to have the ball, and this isn't soccer we're <laughs> yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it makes right. no sense. But yeah, both Bears these defense like comes out strong and can actually string it together. That's where it gets weird. But then it becomes like, do we really want to win? Because we're not mm. going to go anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very sad division that we're in right now. <laughs> and the Packers it just is. sprinting away with it and. But they've got That's their own crazy. controversy with oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers getting COVID. And, uh, Is it just yeah. going to be fines or will it be more games? Because yes, I'm yeah. immunized was not a good answer <laughs> to are you vaccinated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. the definition, you know, let's not get into it. But yeah. No, we'll let Aaron Rodgers dig himself a bigger hole than he's already in, hopefully. Yes. You know, we should, what is entertaining though is we could make an 0 and 16, or actually it'd be 0 and 17, be like the first 0 and 17 team. We got to help make that happen, do our part. We got to play the Lions, you know, make sure you just beat the Lions. (laughs) (laughs) They would go down in history. Uh, Yet another record that they don't want. I don't think (laughs) Dan, the man Campbell could handle that. He's already kind of disintegrating. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he is. So, Obviously, we did not have an episode release last week. Uh, We had a member of our crew who was 
very ill. He'll remain nameless, Brady. <laughs> and uh, I was out of town last week. A lot of things happened all at once that were not necessarily planned. We didn't have time to get an episode out last week. So we're coming at you again this week. Thank you for sticking in there, though. We will be back on schedule every Thursday releases from here on out. Now, we have some very exciting Minnesota Loons news to discuss. They clinched the playoffs for the third straight year. Woo! Wow. Let's go Loons. And they're not even the last. They're not the sixth seed, not the seventh seed, fifth seed. They did it. Some very intense matches right at the end. I would have liked them to have won more, but they they did just enough with, they had a lot of draws. They are in the playoffs. They will be playing the Portland Timbers in the <laughs> first round. Good luck. Thank you, Dave. We won't need it. They've Whoa. beat Portland both times that these teams have played previously, home and away. However, I will still take the luck. What I'm hoping for here is a statement win for all of the haters, Brady included, who thought they did not have it in them (laughs) and published it on the internet for all eyes to see for eternity that they can do it. And you're going to eat your own words. Well, boy, did they make sure that no one they played got three points. (laughs) All ties. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, no, I was, uh, especially in the Western Conference, loud wrong. That's what you get yeah. for making predictions, <laughs> just loud wrong. I was pretty right about the Eastern Conference. Montreal fell off, New York, Red Bulls came on late. So I was pretty right about the East, but uh, yeah, uh, that's loud wrong for Brady there. Thanks, listeners. That's your <laughs> soccer es- expert. None of us know what we're talking about when it comes to predictions. <laughs> it's fine. It's an LA free... Uh playoffs this year yeah man do like that both capitulated no traffic no traffic no traffic (laughs) moving over to the fire obviously the season is now over for them Mm, boohoo but god let's go over those last two games of the season really quick nycfc wednesday october 27th (laughs) they lost that's it one to zero Yep. And Columbus, PP pants. Mm. On Sunday, November 7th, they lost two to zero. Finishing off the season strong. Yeah. P to R pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alex Moni made his MLS debut. He's an 18 year old homegrown. That's my analysis of those last two games. <laughs> cool. And thus, the Fire are the first MLS team to make major roster moves, and all of them are exits, as we'd all expect. Uh, yep. uh, the Fire declined the 2022 contract options for designated player Robert Barich, Francisco Calvo, Ooh. and then Ooh. two that I'm actually a little bit upset about, Madron uh, yeah. and Stojanovic, probably the best player on the roster and our leading goal scorer on the season, respectively. Those two, I wish we could have made something happen, but I don't think the MLS is made for Stojanovic and vice versa. And Madron, I think that was a mutual parting of ways of, hey guys, this this was not a fun experience. I'm not going to do this again. 
Uh, we also lost Nick Slonina, Elliot Collier, our favorite gazelle, and Kenneth Cronholm, who played a grand total of zero minutes this season for us. So, Sweet. yeah. Nick Slonina is the older brother of Gabby Slonina, our goalkeeper. A little bit interesting that we're not keeping yeah. him around just for roster stuff, but must not have made the cut. And yeah, so that's those are the guys we are not picking up their options. We must then, have a plan. <laughs> Either that or it's just I, a fire sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. Uh, and then Kappelhoff and Shuttleworth are out of contract. They are free agents. I think Shuttleworth yeah. earned a contract somewhere because, boy, was he impressive. And Kappelhoff, perhaps not. <laughs> yep. And like, what are you going to do with Bobby at this point when he got Slonina? So. Exactly. Play the, play the kid in goal. I agree with you there. And uh, yeah, a little bit good riddance for Barrich and Calvo for me. So with all these roster moves, I mean, it makes sense to me. Kind of cleaning house. That's a lot of people to leave a team. Um, I'm happy to see Kepelhoff off contract. Happy to see Calvo go. Barrich not have a good year. Shuttleworth, I'm a little surprised, but we do have a new keeper new young keeper that has looked good at the big end of the year, or is that Slonina? That's Gabby Slonina. He's the, the youngest starting goalkeeper mm. ever. And he's our goalkeeper going forward. Ostensibly. So that does make sense. Yep. So I'm not surprised to see so many people leave. I don't, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't understand Madron and Stojanovic unless it's just a money situation, but so. what we're hoping for is improvement next year. Yep. And we got to find a coach. I think with a coach will come signings. Yeah, for sure. They fit better. Because no, no one wants to go play for a team if you don't know who you're going to be playing for. It's like getting hired for a position and they say, well, we don't know who your boss is. But <laughs> not a good You might not to like to hear this, Brady, but it could be Kloppus. You think Everybody. he might just stay on as the full? Yeah. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, hype around that in... Bleacher Report threads, not that that's Ugh. a very active community, but there's a lot of people that are just saying, he's taken us there before, and he, he's already turned this team around since he took over. I don't no, so, no uh, agree. Gosh. That. I mean, I disagree too, but yeah, that, is, that is a possibility. <laughs> well, let me, I, my rumor mill, the thing that I've heard was Bob Bradley and LAFC are kind of mm. not on the same wavelength. That would be a fun return to see Bob Bradley come back to the fire. That'd be fantastic. That'd be cool. Fingers crossed. What we're looking for is improvement. That's (laughs) it. That's all. It's not a very (laughs) difficult thing to do. No, but hey, just make it happen, please. Because if it doesn't, I don't know what to do. Speaking of improvement, the Red Stars. Yeah. Our ladies. Yeah. They won. Their last game of the season against Orlando City to make the playoffs again. Yeah. The first NWSL team to reach the playoffs six years in a row. Heck yeah, Red Stars. Uh, Again, sorry, audience. This was going to be our game of the week. We're going to do it a little bit quicker um, than we would have liked. But great game for the Red Stars. Great way to end the season. We, it turns out, didn't need the help as much as we thought we would to make the playoffs, but still it's good to keep the role going. Um, I thought it was fun to see Kelia Watt score another great goal. 
Really nice curling shot. She started from the left corner of the 18, drove at her defender, bent it around her, and fantastic goal for Kelia. Again, love to see a striker in form at this time of the season. One thing I found interesting was it wasn't a sit-back encounter like I expected it to be, and it's because I've missed some really subtle things that the Red Stars are doing in previous games. So it was really fun to analyze this one, and I'll go into it a little bit more when we talk about the next game about what I missed, but it was more of a transition-based team rather than a sit-back team. Very fun to watch. And basically what it causes is lame, savable shots created by Orlando, and there are only six of those. So just good defending to make the Orlando team shoot uh, shots they didn't want to take. The Red Stars had 17 shots of their own. You can see the game dominance there. Despite the fact that it was 60-40 possession towards Orlando's favor, Red Stars don't care about that. And the more I'm watching them, the more I'm seeing that's the strategy. It's not even about keeping possession. It's all about transition. Yep. Love to see it. They needed to go out and execute. I know, Brad, you were nervous that mm-hmm. they wouldn't do these things. They did. Got the W. Finished fourth in the table, which means they draw the fifth seed as their opponent in the first playoff game. This happened yesterday, Sunday, November 7th. They played Gotham FC and came away with a victory, one to nothing. So not only are they in, they've already won their first game. Let's do it, Red Stars. That was a fantastic game. They played really well, the Red Stars did. And we'll start with what New Jersey, New York could not do and did not do. Gotham's best chance was created in the 11th minute. Uh, Onumanu made a nice turn, but was surrounded by Red Stars when she did it. And her shot just kind of ended up being a dribbler into Cassie Miller's hands. It basically summarized how well the Red Stars defended all game. There were weak shots from outside the 18. Attacking players were surrounded, especially girl, uh, girls like Carly Lloyd. Could, had no space to go. It was fantastic. And the first corner kick against us wasn't conceded until the 77th minute. It just tells you how much control the Red Stars had, despite, again, 60-40 possession in New York, New Jersey's favor. Doesn't matter. That's not what the Red Stars are trying to do. So I will now go into what I didn't notice before. One of the subtle things that the Red Stars are doing, and it's working really well, especially against Orlando, and then this time in the playoff game. In their own half... Red Stars are playing a 4-2-3-1 defensively. You know, they are, they're condensed. They are shielding any attackers from getting into the box and getting meaningful shots off. If they can turn, they're going to be surrounded by more Red Stars. It's a fantastic defensive record right now that we have, and hopefully we can keep that going. In the opponent's half, it turns more into a 4-1-4-1. And this is still when we don't have the ball. When we have the ball, it's a 4-3-3 and it's just go at them. But this is how we're creating these sorts of situations. It becomes a blanket of red stars between you, the possessor of the ball, and your center midfielders. So you've got one forward by the red stars, most likely Kelia Watt, who's trailing you, putting pressure on you. And then you're just staring at four red star midfielders who are encouraging you hey, why don't you pass it right to me? If, if you're going to try and find a midfielder, it's just going to be to me. So they're, they're encouraging, they're forcing you 
to pass out wide to your wide backs. Now you have a red star winger, the number eight on the near side. So one of those midfielders who's a center midfielder and the outside back on the near side, all stepping and compressing to win the ball that's played to an outside back. It stops any meaningful possession moves. You're most likely just going to have to recycle it and do it again. And the Red Stars will again just pressure that outside back. Or if you try to go centrally, you're blanketed. You have that the Red Stars all controlling the midfield. It becomes a 50-50 to be won. And hopefully, it means the Red Stars are running at your goal. Either they don't win it and have to go back and defend, or they win it and you're scrambling as, an, uh, as a defending team. And then here comes the perfect example. Gotham's goalkeeper, Sheridan, finally got frustrated and just didn't want to throw the ball wide and instead threw it right into the mixer, right into the middle of the midfield. Uh, The cameraman wasn't ready. The center midfielders weren't ready. And the Red Stars just pounced all over him. Woldmo wins the ball. And it's an easy assist to Pew, who just no touch needed, just bends it around the goalkeeper, drives in the back of the net. Fantastic goal. Yeah, if I'm the defender there, my one question is like, you know that Pew is going to be the one that puts it away. And she stepped up, obviously, to stop the progress of... um, Waldmo. Yeah. Yeah. Waldmo, but I don't know. I would have maybe trailed Pew there and rather risk like a shot from distance rather than like yeah yeah so i don't know (laughs) you are you are right yeah Yeah, it was very obvious yeah obviously that's not something you would always do but for me that was that was the mistake on this goal by i think you're totally right because (laughs) pew was a monster in this game anytime she had and Mm. this another thing that the red stars are trying slash not really trying to do they're not trying to click it around in the back. It's find Pew, find Watt, find mm-hmm. the opposite side winger, Dodiak, Rachel Hill, Katie Johnson, whoever. That They're just going. They're just dribbling at you. Maybe they'll get fouled. Maybe they'll just beat everyone and get a one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Um, it's just, it's really fun soccer to watch because it is just yeah. right at your throat. And Pew, especially, if she's got open space, she's just going to beat you. And it's, it's so fun. Yeah. And it's Pew's score in the 61st minute. That was the only goal of the game, obviously. Mm-hmm. 1-0 victory for the Red Stars over Gotham FC. However, this means they have a game coming up against the big, scary Portland Thorns. First yep. seed in the NWSL. That game is taking place November 14th at 4.30 p.m. So, if you weren't nervous for the Orlando Pride game or the Gotham FC game, here's one to be nervous for. (laughs) Because the Portland Thorns are, as I just mentioned, number one on that table. Played really well this year. Yeah. They're nasty. They can score a lot of goals. They also had one of the better defensive records. You can't score against them. Their goal differential was the best in the league. They are a really, really good team. We're very anxious to watch that game. Hope to see the Red Stars pull out another big victory. This could be something that catapults them into a cup-winning mode. Mm -hmm. Would love to see it. It's just the one game. You win this one, you're on to the final. There you go. Switching back over to men's soccer. 
we have an upcoming international break. This is just past the halfway point in qualifying for World mm-hmm. Cup qualifiers, 2021. The U.S. men's national team has two upcoming games. One is versus Mexico on November Ooh. 12th at 8, 10 p.m. Old tree. Ooh, that's the big one. Mm-hmm. The other one is versus Jamaica on November 16th at 4 p.m. Now, in the last round, we played Jamaica. We beat them 2-0. to zero. However, we have to keep our wits about us here. Certainly. Both these teams are good. We play Mexico at home. Hopefully, we get a Dos Cero situation. That would be fun. Mm. Uh, but this game, while it does mean stuff to us because we care about the rivalry against Mexico and you always want to be the best team in your conference, but that game is not the most important one. Playing away in Jamaica is actually a pretty big deal. And getting a draw slash a win should put us in very good standing for the rest of this qualification. So I'm more nervous about that one. However, I'm more juiced and more excited about Mm -hmm. the Mexico game because, of course. Agreed. Absolutely. Dave, have you read anything about the roster? What are your opinions? What do you think about it so far? Yeah, so there's some notable um, missing players there with uh, Dest, who, who picked up a knock, and then uh, Gio Reyna, who's out. Yeah, he's I've been heard out for rumors now through the end of 2021. Oof. So not great. Yeah, Dortmund's in a lot of trouble. Holland's out too. So um, that for me is not great. Um, I think at the keeper level, it's what you'd expect. Um, it's nice to see Sean Johnson getting a nod, though, to be on the roster again. I think he's been kind of off and on as the third keeper. Thought that was no, cool. Man, he'll never he'll never play though. Um, no, probably not. <laughs> um, trying to think of oh, Busio's uh, back on again, mm-hmm. and he exciting. has been. But there's been um, some rumors about him pushing uh, Musa for some playing time, just because. He's been getting more playing time over with his European club than Musa mm-hmm. has with Valencia. And uh, there's been reports that Musa has been really shaky as far as defense goes. So Busio might have his opportunity to jump him in the depth chart and play alongside Tyler Adams and um, one second, I'm probably Weston McKenney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Considering we only have the two games this window instead of three, I'll bet we see our main 11 as much as we can throughout this window. Mm-hmm. And while I agree with your Musa take, it's not like Busio's skill set is defense. I mean, I love watching that no, throw yeah. bounce around yeah. in midfield, but he's creating <laughs> more than he's defending. Yeah. To, to your point on the Serginho Dest drop, that brought in uh, a youngster, Joe Scaly or Scally. I, I unfortunately don't know, but um, he plays in Germany for Mönchengladbach. He's an 18-year-old. He can play either side. Sounds a lot like Serginho Dest. Can also play center back. Sounds nothing like Serginho Dest. Uh, and he's the youngest ever American to score a goal in the Bundesliga, which is Ooh, pretty crazy. You he go. got his Very first cool. goal this year. Yeah, I'm... This is, I don't think he'll play very much, but very excited to see him on the U.S. roster. I don't know very much about him. Absolutely. Love those up-and-coming young flashy players, though. Mm-hmm. 
Also, there's no Jossi Zardes, and I believe that's due to injury. So we'll yeah, probably see him. a lot of uh, Pepe yeah. this time around. So that is like that. exciting. Mm, and then yeah. obviously the return of Pulisic. Hopefully. And nerve-wracking for Herman because he might yeah. never make it to Chelsea. You know? <laughs> as long yeah, as he doesn't continue to hero ball in this one and maybe <laughs> pass it once, just once. <laughs> it's not his style, man. Yeah, not too much. I don't want him to pass <laughs> Captain, it too much. Captain America doesn't pass. <laughs> he wins. <laughs> That's it. I'm really hoping that you're correct, though, that he does take a step back because just being able to get him back, I know... That's also the news coming out of Chelsea is they are really hopeful that he can come back healthy right. and not re-injure himself. Please don't run into another wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, one more name I did want to mention was Christian Roldan. I have mentioned that I really like him. He's played yep. well enough that he should be on this roster. And mm-hmm. while he may not start, you could put him in any one of those midfield positions or one of the winger positions and he'd be fine. And I like that as far as flexibility and also just give a guy an opportunity that's been good enough and deserves it. Yeah. Very cool. Best of luck to the U.S. men's national team. A couple of great matches coming up. Now, obviously, the English Premier League is a men's soccer league. So they will be on this international break coming up. But before the break, we do have some news. All kinds of Premier League news. All kinds of Premier League news. Dave, why don't you kick us off with Liverpool? What is happening? Uh, so they lost to West Ham 3-2 to two this weekend and are now yes, in fourth place. Wow. Yeah. Not good. Screw you, David Moyes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm going to try and convince myself of what I'm about to say. Uh, West Ham's playing quite well. They're actually winning their Europa <laughs> League group and have beat Man U and City. Uh, just so you know, Brady, the EFL Cup does count now because that's where those uh, victories happen. So, okay. just so you know. Uh, and Tottenham, <laughs> they actually beat them in the league as well. So I'm trying to convince myself that it's okay. They're a top four side and they've leapfrogged us at this point. So we'll, we'll recover. It's fine. Campaign's young. Henderson's doing damage control on social media for all the Liverpool fans that are okay. started to jump ship. <laughs> um, it's Okay. But the one uh, positive note that happened uh, over our little break was that they already have won Group B in the Champions League. So that was really exciting. That happened last week. So nobody can top them. They can just kind of coast now. How is it determined who wins a group in Champions League? The most points, and um, there's only six points left on the table, and the closest team has five. Got so it. there's no way that they could leapfrog us because we have 12. It's wrapped <laughs> <Yeah>. up. Nice. <laughs> well, excellent. Yeah. Beating up. Play a, the kids. Get some kids European time. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, West Ham are tied with City at second place. That's pretty mm-hmm. ridiculous. Not what I expected. Although last season they were quite good as well. So they, they were. And honestly, you know, I was talking about the Europa League, but usually the lower, the, you know, the teams that qualify from the uh, Premier League outside of United don't fare too well and don't last very long in that tournament. So the fact that they're kind of a lower end team that happened to work their way into that position this this past year and they are convincingly winning their group says a lot that, you know, of their management and how mm-hmm. they've been 
approaching the game over the last couple of years. So good for West Ham. Yeah, playing really well. Congratulations to West Ham. Disheartening for Liverpool. Yeah, However, a little bit. Still, still top four for now. Playing well in the Champions oh, yeah. League. There was one more note, too, that I forgot to mention. Is that, mm-hmm. uh, that Bobby Firmino is confirmed mm. out for at least a month, which is a bummer. Yeah, that Not that we bummer. don't have replacements, but he seems to fit Klopp's schemes a lot more than having three goal scorers. He, you know, he does score goals, but not frequently. So, and he does, I know he's still going to be out for a few games, but he does have this initial international break week where you won't be playing. He's not going to be out for that game, obviously. So yeah, silver lining. Mm -hmm. All right, Brad, big news coming out of Tottenham this week. Major shakeups. Ah, that new manager smell. Antonio Conte is in. He was the original, the original target, and we talked about this in the offseason. This is who Spurs really wanted was Antonio Conte, and they just couldn't get it done. And they finally convinced him it was time. And also, they were convinced that it was no longer Nuno's time. Uh, just to speak a little bit more on Conte... He loves a a back three with wing backs. He's won a championship and an FA Cup with Chelsea. He's won uh, tons of titles in Italy. He also has international experience uh, coaching Italy. Very, very good man. Oh, that was bags smashing his way into here. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's a big cat. Um, Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for him. He's very fiery, which is fun to watch, and he'll make Spurs entertaining. What I do like about him is he's a very conceptual manager. He's not just going to tell you, do this, do this, do this. It's do this because, and he'll make his players explain why they're doing something, which I really like in a manager, and I think that the Spurs makeup is very conceptually based. You've got a star striker in Kane that also is one of your best passers. Let's think of a whole total concept as a team instead of just press here right now because I said so. Um, I think this will work better. And that's not to say that Nuno was not doing things conceptually. He Not to say that he was a Mourinho by any sense of the word. But let's just talk a little bit about some of the metrics. Shots attempted, 103 so far under Nuno, was 20th in the league. Dead last. Goals scored was 19th in the league. Expected goals at 10.05, 18th in the league. Just that's not good enough. Touches in the opponent box. Uh, our shot conversion percentage were also not in the top 10. You got to go. You just, you're not creating enough. And it's not like the defense was spectacular to a point where you can have that hang around. So I am excited for Conte. Yeah, I would hope so. Again, what we're looking for here, just like the fire, is improvement, and it shouldn't be that hard to come by. (laughs) But yes, always exciting to get a new manager in the office. And I hope that Tottenham does kind of have a turnaround because I like to see them near the top. And when they're playing well, they're a ton of fun to watch with that attack. Mm -hmm. My turn, Chelsea. Some good, some meh this week. For their English Premier League game, they played Burnley. They drew one to one. Not the result that you're looking for when Chelsea is at the top of the table, which they still are 
by three points, but you're playing Burnley, you should come away with the victory there. Yeah. Not thrilled about that. And that seems to kind of be coming a trend for Chelsea, unfortunately. I know that they beat Norwich seven to nil a few weeks ago, but games that they should win or should win handedly are very tense, down to the wire. We're not quite doing it. Dave mentioned this recently, but it's the games against the Burnleys of the world are what win you the championship. Mm-hmm. Play well against the big yep. six and you know take points when you can, but against Burnley, it's got to be three. Yeah, absolutely. So a little disheartening to see that. However, last week they played Malmo in their Champions League group, came away with the victory there at 1-0. They're currently sitting second in Group H for Champions League, three points behind Juve. Hopefully we can pick up another win there and we would need to win those last two and have Juve drop at least one of them. To have a Top chance two go end. through though. Yes. You're sitting but, okay. I don't want to be second, Brady. <laughs> I want to be first. Looking ahead to next week, as we mentioned, international break going on, four World Cup qualifiers. It only seems right, therefore, that our game of the week for next week is going to be the U.S. men's national team versus Mexico. Oh, yeah gotta be <laughs> it's gotta be yeah surprise to no one <laughs> that is happening friday november 12th at 8 10 p.m as well what a fun friday night sport to have yeah, on the football yes cervezas muchas oh, sí. <laughs> Por favor. for the stress and for the fun <laughs> now as always let us have our predictions for this upcoming game. I am not going to go first. Oh, <laughs> I okay. don't have an opinion. <laughs> I, I defer. <laughs> Love it. I have a guess. Uh, Dave, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go? Brady, I'm throwing you under the bus. You're going first. Dos a cero. There you go. Two nothing. Jeez. Let's go USA. Okay. Dave? I don't know. Um, Mm-hmm. I was going to say a 1-1 one, one draw, but I really want them to win. So I'm going to do 2-1 to one USA. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to put 90. my heart on the line there. <laughs> I'm going to go 1-0 US. Okay. Homering here. Pretty hard. Love it. Yeah. Why <laughs> not? <laughs> As you said, this game has so much juice to it. Really want to see them win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mexico have been nasty. Have been very, very good in qualifying so far. Mm -hmm. But they got to come to our yard. They got to play, and we're not going to play somewhere like the Rose Bowl or something. They are playing in Cincinnati. That'll be a home crowd for the U.S. For sure. Very excited for that. And let's see another Dos Acero. Heck yeah. Love it. Other games coming up this week, obviously. Red Stars versus Portland Ooh. Thorns. Sunday, November 14th at 4.30 p.m. This is the semifinal game. You win this, you go to the big game, go to the final. Let's go. Lots of stress watching happening already with these two games. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Other games that are happening around the world. Portugal versus Serbia. 
Sunday, November 14th at 1.45 p.m. Spain versus Sweden, Sunday, November 14th at 1.45 p.m. Good luck watching those two ones. lot happening. Other NWSL semifinal game is O.L. Reign versus Washington Spirit, Sunday, November 14th at 2 o'clock p.m. Tune into that if you want to see who the Red Stars will be playing in the final. I'm very confident. FA Cup Round 1 replays will be on Tuesday afternoon if you want to catch up on those. And other World Cup qualifying matches. U.S. Men's National Team versus Jamaica, Tuesday, November 16th at 4 p.m. Brazil versus Argentina, always, always interesting. Tuesday, November 16th at 5.30 p.m. And Canada versus Mexico, Tuesday, November 16th at 8.05 p.m. I know what you both are going to be doing Tuesday, November 16th (laughs) from 4 to about (laughs) 10.30 p.m. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Mexico, what a window this one is. USA, then Canada. That's that's pretty yeah. tough. Yeah. They're going to have their work cut out for them. And let's, you know what, oh. Canada, let's team up. Let's get them. Yeah. Come let's on. Well, Alfonso Davies. Although they've also been very good, and I'm a little scared yeah, of them, but not really. Yeah. I mean, not, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I'm just, you know, being nice. <laughs> Love it. So a little bit of a shorter episode this week for you all. Uh, Main reason for that is all three of us had a lot of things going on this past weekend, this past week. Brady was trying not to die Mm -hmm. from his illness. Dave is working on moving into a new house. Congratulations, by the way, to you and Colleen. So much work has to go into uh, moving into a new house, as you now know. Myself. I was taking some time off last week and this past weekend, I was actually in Baltimore uh, with a group of friends from Minnesota. Every year, this group of friends and myself go to a new NFL stadium for a Vikings game. We are all diehard Vikings fans. This year, we went to the Vikings and Baltimore game. Vikings and Ravens. Yes, it was a crazy game, went into overtime. Vikings did the Viking thing they've done this year, which is get out to a lead, let the other team come back, tie it up, go into overtime, fail to move the ball, (laughs) get a turnover, fail to move the ball again, and then let the other team drive, kick a field goal to win the game. Not the result we wanted, however, had a ton of fun. Uh, As is pretty typical on these trips, the first night there, We had a ton of energy, we're ready to go out and proceeded to drink way too much. (laughs) All of us regressed back to our college days. From what I do remember, there was a push-up contest in the middle of the street. Oh, good. (laughs) We ran into another group of girls that was (laughs) there from Minnesota (laughs) for a birthday party. Push-up competition. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Were the two coordinated with each other? Actually, no. Oh. The push-up contest was another group of guys that we ran into. <laughs> and things escalated quickly. We'll just say that. That's even better. <laughs> they were actually very nice. Um, yep, ran into a group of girls. They were a ton of fun. A late-night McDonald's run happened. 
I was not awake for that, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the last the worst. thing. If you were awake for it, you ordered it and then you didn't make it. Like I don't exactly, know. Just, I did not. It's not fun anymore. Just I you order it and you're like, oh my god, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. I didn't even make it to ordering. Yeah, the last good. thing that I remember is hiding in the closet in the other room uh, that we had booked for the trip in the hotel. And then I woke up fully clothed in my hotel bed. Excellent. (laughs) Quality night of sleep. Yes, it, it definitely was not. Uh, We went to a craft beer festival the next day at which my stomach was just very confused on why we were consuming alcohol again. Hear the dog, hear the dog jump right back in. Um, so overall, fantastic trip as is usual and unneeded amount of alcohol was consumed, but Baltimore was a great stay. You hear some questionable things coming out of there. Um, there are parts of the city that you just don't go to and we didn't do that. Seafood is really great. Mm-hmm. Natty Bow is the beer of Baltimore. And I know you hear Natty and you go, oh, gross. No, Natty Bow stands for Natural Bohemia. And I believe it's a lager, Um, but Mm. everybody calls it Natty Bow. Excellent. When you go to Baltimore, try it. Beer's cheap there. Good to know. Yeah. Great trip. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And I had a connecting flight back to Chicago last night. Um, and that flight was to Atlanta where one of the other guys lives and he travels a lot for work. So he's got his Delta Sky Miles, uh, you know, silver medallion status, flies <laughs> first class, all that stuff. So we got to the airport nice and early and got to go hang out in the Delta lounge and drink to our heart's content and put that impending hangover off just a little bit more <laughs> until I woke up on the flight back to Chicago. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Sound so, yep. Yeah, I'm still fun. just kind of drying out a little bit and it's a great weekend as it always is. Thank you, Skull Brothers. You know who you are. Thank you also to the Baltimore fans for being ridiculously nice. Really, really nice fans. Made seem like they made a concentrated effort to be out of their way courteous to visiting fans, which I really appreciate. Thank you to all the other Vikings fans that went to that game. Had a ton of fun meeting you and chatting. Sounds like you were not a threat. <laughs> okay. Yay. Ready. Got one last one in there. <laughs> but seriously, Speaking. thank you for listening, Skull Brothers. <laughs> and you would know a thing or two about not being a threat, wouldn't you, you Bears fan? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> any other closing thoughts no 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 <laughs> none no you're right <laughs> okay good <laughs> as always thank you to our lovely listeners for tuning in apologies for no episode last week we'll be back on track like i mentioned we will let you know if any scheduling snafus occur ahead of time on our Instagram with the holiday season coming up. Mm -hmm. Our Instagram, you say? Oh, yes. Give us a follow. Windy City Wingers, all one word on Instagram. Feel free to reach out to us there. We do post regularly. You can also email us at windycitywingers.info at gmail.com. Comments, thoughts, questions, feedback, 
any of that stuff, we love it. Brady, people are looking for a little more soccer stats in their life. Where can they reach out to you? On Twitter, I am at stat underscore bro. I tend to tweet a lot for USA games. Hopefully I will be able to do that again, uh, especially during a very stressful USA v Mexico game. Also on Instagram, I am at bradthebard13. I talk about soccer there, but also I do uh, a bunch of music stuff. So keep an, an eye out. He's got the voice of an angel, everyone. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, maybe not so much right now, though. <laughs> and Dave, if people want to reach out to you, discuss the lineups. I don't know. Talk about Liverpool. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WCW Dave. Excellent. Thank you both. Thank you to all our lovely listeners. We will catch you next week. Bye.